Welcome to the Body Clinic Radio Podcast with your host, James Burroughs. James has dedicated the last 10 years in the fitness industry to become an expert in his field and work with elite athletes from all over the world. In the coming episodes, James goes into detail on all aspects of health and fitness in order to educate, motivate, and give everyone the chance to live a happier, healthier lifestyle. Hello and a very warm welcome to the Body Clinic Radio podcast. I'm introducing an awesome guest today. I have a guest for you from a very long, long way away. Her name is Rebecca Hall from the Wellness Hall. Rebecca, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, thank you. Hi, James. Hi, everyone else. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, As you said, I'm Rebecca from the Wellness Hall. It's my company. I'm the director of it. Um, I currently live in Melbourne, Australia. So we are currently back in lockdown. (laughs) I'm originally from the UK, but came out here eight years ago and started personal training, but now moved into more of a health and wellness coach, hence the Wellness Hall, because I am all encompassing over the whole wellness fitness, wellness, health sphere. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Um, excited to be here. So I've known Rebecca for quite a while and uh, it's great great for us to actually be able to sort of touch base and get in contact and record a podcast together. And also I've been... No, I said it's, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. So fun. And it's also, uh, it's good to see what Rebecca's doing with her clients, the whole wellness thing that she does. It's, it's, it's really good. I've been following her for a while on Instagram and her Facebook page. And yeah, the whole package she offers to her clients is really impressive. And it really brings the whole wellness coaching um, sort of all together because it's, it's not just about PT and being shouted at and being told what to do. But yeah, she, she includes loads and loads of awesome things with her training, which we're going to cover today. But the key topic we're going to discuss today is finding the new normal through, through community and kindness. Now, we're coming out of lockdown over here in the UK. It's supposed to be in our summer, which is now raining. Um, but, <laughs> oh, it's sunny here. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, Rebecca is now uh, back on lockdown in sunny Melbourne. How's that all going? Um, yes. So we are in lockdown and there's a quite a lot of panic surrounding that because yeah it's lockdown 2.0 and people are worried that we're going to go into we're in stage three lockdown where we can go outside and uh, meet people for one person for exercise so i see people for personal training i do do a lot of zoom stuff as well but we are we're living on a tightrope at the moment with thinking that we're going to be locked down a little bit more um and just on that, I wanted to talk to, well, I wanted to say to your listeners, I listened to your last podcast about COVID yeah. and getting through that. And a lot of what I talk about, well, what you talked about resonated with me because I talk a lot about it. And the whole looking after yourself and not comparing yourself to somebody else and just living through COVID, how you can live through it. I I loved I loved that bit that you were talking about and people moving as much as they could or as little as they could and just looking after themselves and it all being individual. And I'm sure as, as with your clients, you do train the individual as opposed to it's just sort of like a block program for, for all everyone and anyone. But 
In terms of kindness in your community and looking at what Melbourne are going through, I would definitely urge everyone, because I'm sure most of your listeners are back in the UK, um, that they need to be very aware of what their actions are doing in terms of keeping their social distance, um, staying home still as much as they can and being kind to their wider community and then themselves because please just look at Melbourne. We obviously, some people weren't doing the right thing and we've actually gone backwards. So I just wanted to start today with just urging everyone to, you do you, but also just bear in mind that this isn't over and we can all go backwards. And going back into lockdown for a lot of people was a big sort of mental challenge, bigger than the first time because, and I know people are struggling a little bit more now because they know what's coming with homeschooling and stuff like that. And so I've got it, I'm doing a lot more work with my clients on mindset because because of that. So just really hoping that everyone listening to this does the right thing by everyone else, if that makes sense. Sorry, yeah. that was a tangent, but I really wanted to get that out. No, to be honest, um, I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, last Saturday was the first time they opened like pubs in yeah. in, in the UK. And um, l- luckily I was training clients all day, so I didn't go to the pub. Um, but there's pictures from like Soho in London and like... Yeah, you sent me that picture. That's yeah. unbelievable. And from someone who deals with health and fitness and making sure people are healthy, it was so hard to see. Also, um, unfortunately, we lost a family member due to this. So it's like... Oh, my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, so it's like people have got no idea. And the thing is, because some people haven't had it or know anyone that's had it, they're like, oh, it's fine. And it's like some people have got no idea how serious this is. And when you no, see pictures like that, and then also for someone who's indirectly uh, affected by this, like my gym's still closed, like I can't work. But I can go to clients' yeah. houses now, but it's like quite a lot is affecting all in what I do. And then you see that yeah, absolutely. The, the streets are filled with people drinking that are just absolutely rammed together. And it's like, it's, it's like some people are sort of forgetting that this, this shit is serious. Yeah, and... And I think, yeah, the, the, the whole title of this and what I will talk about is it's it's the crux of it. It's we've got to think of, we've got to go wide, casting it wide and be kind to people and then looking after, like reframing everything and just thinking, okay, yes, lockdown restrictions are being eased, but that doesn't mean that we have to go gangbusters and be out all the time. Yeah. Still live by the still live by the restriction rules a little bit and be mindful and um, because this isn't over. Yeah. And I was just saying also the longer we're in lockdown, the longer I can't come home and visit. Like I I've just had to come to terms with the fact that I'm probably not coming home for Christmas. Yeah, that is sad. Because most of your family are all still over here, right? Yeah, everyone is. Everyone yeah. is. That's nuts. Yeah. So I'll have a hot Christmas, which actually sucks, but that's fine. That'd still be nice. You can go to the beach. Yeah, but it's that's not Christmas, is it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but that's fine. Okay, so before we get started on today's topic, all I want to ask is, yeah. so what got you into health and fitness? Like what got the wellness hall going? So once I finished uni with my sports studies degree, which is more sociology, philosophy, sport, psychology, 
I then just wanted to travel, 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 travel. And I kind of thought after my third stint of travelling, I really need to come back to a, a profession that I can pick up and, and take all over the world because this bug hadn't been, it's not gone away yet. And then, but then I also wanted to do social work. And so then I just started volunteering um, at Childline because to get into social work, you have to do a lot of volunteering um, and it was a good thing to do. And I'd been to Tanzania um, and done volunteering there and it, I really loved it. So then I volunteered for Childline and with Childline, you get 40 hours of counseling uh, training. And in that training, I was like, wow, I love this. And I got really good feedback from the trainers and everyone that was in my groups. And then I, I mean, Childline is to volunteer and listen, it's, it's tough, but it's still quite, it's rewarding. And it, it definitely was something that I wanted to do more of. And then I thought, okay, so let me use my degree. Let me, let me go into personal training and then sort of move into that. And then I started personal training in the UK and then I moved to Melbourne um, and personal training is even bigger over here. You've been over here, you know, everyone loves it. And so I started managing a gym there um, and doing more personal training and just the more I got involved with people's lives and connecting with them, you realise that you know this you realize that it's not just about the exercise um and you kind of lose some clients because they don't like a gym a gym environment they don't like the word exercise you get some really good results with people if you really invest in other parts of of their of their of their health and so once i applied for permanent residency um and that came through i then decided to open my like leave the gym with a heavy heart but I left there and just started the wellness hall and got my wellness coaching certificate because I wanted to be a little bit broader with how I could help people. And so, yeah, that was nearly two years ago and I've not looked back since and I love it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's always been a thing. That's what did I want to do when I left school? What did I want to do when I left uni? Help people change the world. And as cheesy as that sounds, that's really what it was, which is why I went to Tanzania. Um, and, yeah, just living the – Living the dream. Living the dream. Say. Love it. Living the dream with the sun on my face at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. In the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, I must admit, when I was uh, when I was in Oz, it was uh, like you say, the fitness scene out there was like it was actually like infectious. Like I, obviously, I love training. Oh yeah. When yeah. I when I was over, I was working with a comedian, so we were traveling virtually the whole of Australia. So I got to train. Yeah. I got. I was lucky to go to some amazing places, some also strange places. But yeah, what I, I what I did find is I used to train before. We used to he used to come down. We used to um, we used to train together. I used to train by myself for an hour. But yeah, even like people you don't even know, it's like, hey, 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 mate, what are you up to? And then sort of yeah. they want to train with you because you're training, and you don't even know these people. Like yeah, that would never happen over here. Like some people no. wouldn't even look at you. And they're like, oh, oh, that looks pretty cool, mate. What, what are you doing today? It's like, it was, um, yeah, I think on one of the days in Sydney, I ended up meeting up with a guy for a couple, I was in Sydney for a week. So, um, yeah, we were going for a run and he was showing me some good running routes around Sydney. And I'd only met oh, him. Oh, the best. And I'd only met him the day so before. He's like, yeah, That's let's, awesome. we'll go out together. I was like, mate, you don't have to. He's like, mate, I'm doing nothing. I'm going to go. Why don't you just come? 
it was nuts. And yeah, so he's shown me some routes I would never have known, you know. Brilliant. And that's that's my first sort of pillar of what we what, what our normal is. It's kindness. And he's doing it because he's doing it because you're you don't know and he's helping you, but it makes him feel good as well, right? So to use your word infectious, being kind is infectious. It makes him feel good, it makes you feel good. You're then set up for the day to to be in a more positive mindset, to be kinder to the next person because this guy that you've never met, he was kind to you, so you pay it forward. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just, that's that's so awesome to hear. It's, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. So, yeah, it's good, it's good I don't have to sort of set myself up for that example because that's the, the best example of it because... There's so much research out there now that says that kindness, although it's good for the person who's receiving it, it's also the giver that make it makes them happy. And he's probably really happy to show this pom, as they call us, this pom <laughs> all around Sydney and showing the highlights because to run around Sydney is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's stunning. So, yeah. And you, you made his day as much as he made yours. It was funny. I was... Um... He said, oh, what are you doing out here? So I said, oh, I'm, I'm just working. But that's all I said. Just because the guy I work with, he, d- he doesn't really want to. Too many people are not sort of bothering him and stuff. So, um, oh, yeah. but on the, I think it was the third day, um, I was in the gym with the person I was working with. And he was like, no. he come over after. He's like, mate, I didn't, didn't realise you were working with this guy. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we just trained in the gym. And I said, look, he's performing tonight. I can I can sort you out some tickets if you want. He was like, oh, you don't have to do that. I was like, you know, we can do that. It's no worries. So he came with like two of his mates and his girlfriend. Yeah. And then See? and then he was, like, he was like, I can't believe this. So, yeah, it was good. See? Pay it forward and it all just <laughs> comes back to you in space. Yeah. But, yeah, that was cool. And we still we still speak now sometimes on, on Facebook and That's stuff. Awesome. So. Brilliant. So, well, yeah. When our borders are lifted, like when we're not a complete island, um, and you're allowed back in. You should definitely come back, and I'll show you around Melbourne, and we'll definitely do some runs around there. Yeah, it's amazing. Because well. um, actually, the guy that I was working with actually now lives just outside of Melbourne. He's moved over because his wife is Australian. Oh. Oh. So he's he's, he's local yeah. to you. Okay, right. So the whole finding the new normal. Okay. Yeah. Shall we get going? Yeah, let's get going. Um, okay, so. Finding our new normal, and obviously for me it's a bit different to you guys back in the UK because we're back in lockdown, but I wrote this and talked about this with people a couple of weeks ago, so maybe beginning of June, I started writing and still thinking about it because and it's relevant for all of us. In Melbourne, it's middle of winter and people usually go on holiday and escape the cold weather, and I suppose back in the UK in June we're normally gearing up to go on our summer holidays and it just it kind of descended on me um that no one's going anywhere and everyone was a little bit flat and that came out of all my coaching sessions all my PT clients were like oh what's the point of keeping fit like not going anywhere not doing anything and so it's like okay let's we need to come out there and we need to find our new normal and do you know what the normal that we had before COVID sometimes wasn't that great. So let's stop living for a holiday or and living in the future to the future. Let's try and make 
every day a little bit lighter and a little bit brighter. Let's bring joy, joy to every day. And even in COVID, we can still do that. And that comes with, as I said, kindness. So kindness to yourself, the thoughts that you have with yourself, the thoughts, the conversations that you have with yourself, but, but more so, as I've said, kindness to each other. Um, I follow a guy and I've listened to a lot of podcasts and TED Talks um, that he does. Uh, his name is David Hamilton, Dr. David Hamilton, uh, and they call him the kindness doctor. He talks about uh, when you're kind to someone, the release of oxytocin in your in your um, brain it increases and they actually call the oxytocin, they actually call oxytocin um, the hug hormone because it gives you like makes you feel like it's a little bit of a hug um, and he really advocates being kind to people around you not just yourself and it doesn't have to be big things it could be showing someone running routes it could be giving someone a compliment it could be holding a door it could be making someone a cup of tea even if you're in a bad mood I challenge you to not feel better having done something for someone else. Um, there's research and science out there that now have, tell us that kindness makes us happier and this David Hamilton talks about how kindness is actually the opposite to stress. So stress, the opposite to stress isn't peace and calm. That's just your state of being if you're not stressed. But the actual opposite of stress is kindness which I really liked. Um, and as I've said before, it's contagious, it's infectious. If more of us were kind, like in Melbourne, if more of us were kind to each other, to our community, we wouldn't be in this situation so much now. So that's, that's my first thing, really. I've got three things. My first one was be kind to yourself, but also be kind to others to try and bring yourself a little bit more joy every day because we can it can seem a little bit like groundhog day so we have to we have to bring the joy from within and, and do the little things does that make sense yeah i love that i love that and um also kindness being the opposite of stress is is so good like uh, it's uh, not even us tell, as pt's telling someone to go out for a run or even a walk it's just be kind yeah yeah and some people well, especially now with all this going on some people are even more stressed than they were before you know so um yeah and sometimes i obviously have to go to people's houses or parks now so sometimes i get get there set up and uh, they come out and i'm like i look at them thinking you had a, you had a bad day mate it's like it's like mate don't even get me started right and i'm like oh can't can't wait to start training you um <laughs> And and, I, and like yeah, people can like you say relieve a little bit of stress just from being nice to someone. Like you say, little things like holding a door or thinking of others. You know, it's um, can make a huge huge difference to your day and someone else's day. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And it is just the little things. I six weeks into our lockdown, so that would have been just after April. I wrote a thank you note to all of my clients that still stayed with me. Um, everyone could have just, because there was a, pe a few people, once the gym shut, they just, everyone 
not not going out very scared. Yeah. And then I had, I'd say, seventy five percent of my clients still trained either over Zoom or in a park. And so I just wrote them all a note and just said, thanks. The big thing in Melbourne was support local. Yeah. So just still go out and spend your money um, with the local businesses because like, small businesses because they're the ones that are being hit the hardest. So I just said thanks for supporting local. Um, thanks for sticking with me and having patience. And I know it's not ideal, but I really value the fact that you're still with me and all of the good energy that you bring into my life. And and everyone was just like, wow, what a nice thing, what a nice thing to receive. So yeah, and and they loved it, but I loved writing each and every personalized note out to all of my clients because yeah, we have a great relationship and throughout this, they've helped me as much as I've helped them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. We did a similar thing at Body Clinic. We had we had some stuff sent to all those that supported the gym, um, just like a little drinks bottle and, and things like that. Yeah. Just because awesome. there's so many people that wanted to train and also there's so many people that come to the gym because it's that's their time. Like they might have yeah. a real crazy job or family at home. So they come to the gym, they put their headphones on and I know they just, they just want to train mm-hmm. and so many people couldn't have that and that is so important to a lot of people because they just stick their headphones on get in the gym lift some weights and yeah. and and they can sort of clear their head but it's like they can't do that ever because they can't get in the gym they might have some equipment at home but then they've still got the kids running around or they've still got work yeah, to do or they've still got their missus saying right this needs to be done yeah. can you do this so i think for a lot of people this has been like r- really difficult, especially if the gym is your place just to just to sort of chill out and just sort of let off a bit of steam, you know. Yeah, and um, yeah, and from what I see through your social media, it's a little community, and I think sending out stuff to them keeps them connected and keeps them feeling a part of something. Yeah. Um, because obviously the big thing with um COVID was isolation and loneliness and I and I think it's our jobs to to keep people feeling connected and yeah just a, a part of that community to to keep them on the straight and narrow with a positive mindset so yeah well done you I love that I love that <laughs> it's having in the post that's the best <laughs> um, um okay so go. step two sorry what yeah step two so this is more around what I do with my coaching clients um, and actually what my business coach does for me a lot of the time. And it's just that whole reframe. So a negative thought comes in or a neg- or you say a negative sentence and I really try and coach people out, coach people with this in, in terms of what's the first thing you want to say about your day or about your week and make it positive. And then if it isn't, if you if you say it, if it comes out and it's all negative, then you look at it and go, okay, what's the reframe here? And I did this with myself in terms of, oh my god, I'm so bloody homesick because I know as well that I can't go home anytime soon. I should have been getting on a plane on Thursday. It's my brother's birthday on Thursday. It's my dad's seventieth birthday on the Monday, and then my brother and his partner having their third child the following week. So I was coming home for a month to see my dad and then spend time with the baby. So 
it's so yeah sometimes I'm get hit with this mass uh, feeling of homesickness so but what's the reframe there it's well they're all still healthy that as I said that's 70 so he's put as high risk he's a cancer survivor so high risk again and it just means that I sit here and I work on my business more um when Victoria's not in lockdown, I'm hoping that it means that we I just spend more of my free time exploring Victoria with my friends here, with the friendships and the connections and the community that I have built here, as opposed to going home this year. Um, people say to me, if people say things to me about I don't have the time, everything's overwhelming, um, I haven't got time to exercise. The kids are getting on my nerves. And I go, okay, at least you've still got a job. The kids, you can absolutely get the kids involved with your exercise. Yeah, every every I think that everything can be reframed into at least a neutral mindset or, or if not a positive. It just, it takes a little bit of work, but it also helps to stop the negatives coming through if you're tr- if you're trying to reframe things. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So that um, that comes across as so basically when I was competing, um, I was uh, I worked with a psychologist just because I got injured really ah, I got injured yeah. really bad, um, and I was mm-hmm. I was really struggling. Um, some some sort of landed on me when I was racing. Um, and obviously it was it was from behind. So when I when I oh. went when I went back racing, I was always sort of checking over my shoulder. Yeah. And if over you your shoulder, wow. if you can imagine, you're trying to race going forward, yes. and you keep looking backwards. <laughs> I was horrendous to a point where I thought oh, that's me done. Luckily, the team yeah. I was with put me working with a psychologist. But the the reason I, I say this is because. He said to the same thing to me. He says, You're, you, you use too much negative language when you talk. He said, so you need to change your language and the people around you so you have more positive language. Because as soon as you say something negative, then you feel more negative. And it was all about, he, he didn't use reframing, but I love reframing. But he's saying you need to change the language in which you speak and have people speaking around you in a race environment because there were certain people around me at the time that were quite negative. They were supposed to be sort of my team support, but yeah. they, they would say things like, right, you're, you're two minutes behind. You need to catch up. When, if someone said, right, you're off the pace, you need to make a minute up this lap. That is such a different yeah. bit of information to be absorbed. Yeah. And when you came, when you come in, you have a limited amount of time. So if you, li- I had to work with them a little bit, but it's like, right, we need to change the way you're, you're saying things. So they're not, I feel a lot better because when I go to start my next lap, I'm actually doing this, trying to do the same thing, but then in a completely different mindset, which makes me perform even even better. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think this, as to just hone in on one point that you said about having the right people around you, I think that ties in with this whole thing about community that you do need to surround yourself with the people that are in line with in line with your values and that build you up and as I said brings you makes you smile every day brings laughter into your life and I think that's really important right now as well so 
usually worrying my mum because at some point in the conversation she'll make me laugh or my brother. Um, and I've got friends here that do that when everyone at home is asleep and I don't want to wake them up. But you need to know those people. You need to know who your people are, the people that bring you to, to um, use some sort of Instagram uh, jargon. But you need to find those people that it's soul on fire. Yeah. Because especially now, you need to be with the good people and help, and they will help you reframe everything and they will help you make, as I said, every day a little bit brighter. But yeah, it's good that you had, it's good that you had people to, that recognise that you needed to go um, and get some help, yeah. like professional help to, for you to do that. And it's good that he sort of identified that you shouldn't, put the, you shouldn't take on board what some people said and, and yeah, reframe if if and when needed. Good. But yeah, I love that. I'm gonna start using that reframing. I like it. Okay, so yeah, yeah. step three. Step three. Okay, so um, I've also just read a book by James Clear, Atomic Habits. Um, and this is a good one because he on his website he actually has a worksheet about doing what I'm just about to say. So he, and again, this is daily habits because we're making every day better, right? We're not living in the future, working towards a holiday or working towards something. We're living in each day. We're living each day well. So we're living in the best version of, our, of ourselves. And that starts with looking at our daily habits from waking up to going back to sleep. And you write down every habit. So you wake up, I turn the kettle on. Not everyone does that, but I definitely, that's the first thing I do. Um, and you write them all down and then you put a plus, a neutral or a, a minus against them. So are they positive, neutral or um, negative? And you just bring all of your daily habits that usually are quite unconscious in the end into your consciousness um, and see what ones aren't serving you as much and what ones really are and the ones that are and the and just acknowledging which what changes you'd like to make in terms of the negative ones and what other habits you'd like to implement. The best example of this is most people need to drink more water. So, and I do this now as the Louise is for his water. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, you're all right. It's only seven o'clock. We were eight drinking eight glasses. <laughs> um, but I flip the kettle on now and I drink a glass of water. And I have said this to people for as long as I can remember. The best thing to do is to start drinking water straight away because it then reminds you. But it's all a case of looking at the habits that you you want to keep and then stacking better, stacking more uh, good habits on top of those. Another example of this is there's another guy called B.J. Fogg who's the author of a book called Tiny Habits and he wanted to get stronger and you'll love this one. He wanted to get stronger and be able to do more push-ups. So every time he went to the bathroom after he flushed the toilet and washed his hands, he did two push-ups every time. And it was only two push-ups, hence small habit, uh, tiny habits, um, but throughout the day, that's quite a lot. If you're not doing if you're not doing any push-ups and you want to get stronger, but you do two push-ups every time you go to the bathroom, that's quite a lot of push-ups yeah. in a day in the end. That's good. I and love so it. He, yeah. 
And so he now, I think I listened to a podcast um, with him on the other day and he said now his tiny habit is is still push-ups. It's not two, it's eight. Um, And he can do more than eight, but that's his what he has to do. And so now he can do, and if he was asked to do as many push-ups as he could in a go, I think it's like nearly... It's over 50 that he can do and straight out. That is awesome. isn't it? I like that. That is a good habit. It is a good habit. I love that. I've given that to someone as well. Um, Not for the bathroom, but anyway. Yeah, I digress. But yes, it's just just an example of how you can build better habits into your day when everyone does still seem to be very time poor, even though we're confined to our houses. if you've got, if you're doing something automatically and you then stack something else onto that, then you're going to continue doing it, and then it's that's going to become automatic as well, and it's actually going to help you grow as a person, physically get stronger, mentally become more resilient, um, and stuff like that. keep yeah, keep yourself a lot more hydrated, which then, as you know, in turn will make you eat not as much and help you mentally be mentally. Uh, a lot more have a clearer brain and all of the good stuff that drinking eight glasses of water brings to you. Yeah. So yeah, they're my they're my three through a whole waffle of examples and uh, and other stuff. Uh, um. So yeah, that's it. Really. That's awesome. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I would absolutely sorry, but I would absolutely uh, if people liked the daily habits one as well, I would absolutely. Um, encourage people to read the book because it's really practical and you can also on his website you can download the worksheet about your daily habits um, and it's actually a really good thing to to work through physically so, yeah because yeah, when you are because that's something I do especially with some of my athletes is try and identify their yeah. habits because some are, are really useful and some are destructive um, yeah mobile phones being one of them especially my some of my younger athletes but yeah so when you when when they write them down and you go through them with them and you're like what yes. what is this he said oh i've always done that and and you're like why i don't know i just yes. i always do that and it, it may not be too bad but then you're like if you're doing that every day every day yeah yeah it's the same thing with a push-up like two push-ups if you're doing that five times a day, that's ten push-ups. That's um, that's seventy a week. That's that's such a good thing to do. But yeah, and if it's a bad habit, it's uh, wow every day. One of is uh, he's, he's he's relatively young. He races carts. He's 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 a re- he's really really funny lad. He's good. Um, but he used to get he used to wake up at seven and then sit on his phone for thirty minutes. And I'd be like. Oh. To do what? He said, oh, "I don't know. I just check like Instagram, social media. I check my emails." And he's he's like, "You're not getting many emails at the minute." Like, um, <laughs> he's going, "Yeah, no, that's what I just do." I said, "Do you open the windows or anything like curtains?" No, nah, just just get on my phone. And I'm like, "Right, that needs to stop immediately." Yeah. So now now he has a alarm clock in his room, and he's not allowed his phone upstairs. Love your work. <laughs> you made him do that. And he went, what difference is that going to make? I was like, can you please just do it? And um, yeah, so he started doing it and he was going, actually, yeah, I, I do. my mornings are so much better. Because um, also he, he's absorbing loads of information that is completely useless to him. Yeah. 
Useless. And um, yeah, some things on social media are great. Some things are not so great. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so we had to get rid of that pretty quickly. But I said, so you do that every day? I said, what about the weekend? Yeah, I'll do that. But I'm just getting up later. But I still do 30 minutes on my phone. It's funny that he can recognise that it's 30 minutes as well and he's given himself that window. Like what, as an athlete, what could you do in that first 30 minutes of yeah. your day that would like uh, improve your athletic performance tenfold? Yeah. Like, what could you do? <laughs> but yeah, so when I read that, I was like, oh, please, no. But um, but yeah, so it's, it's like you say, if you don't identify those little things, you won't think yeah. it's a little thing when someone goes, uh, excuse me, what is this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and then it feeds back into so your daily habits and you could look at all of that and then your reframes could come out of, oh, actually, I do have time. I'm, I don't have to feel that overwhelmed and stressed because I have time here if I don't do that. And oh, that stretching that Rebecca always tells me I should be doing before bed I could do that if I don't watch that third episode on Netflix or I don't pick up my – if I put my phone down an hour before bed. Yeah. I'm actually ready to go to bed and I've got 10 minutes at the end to stretch before I get into bed, which actually makes me sleep – helps me sleep better. Yeah, and actually feel a bit better about going to sleep once I've done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and also you can look at, okay, yeah, I could also – pick the phone up and give someone a call and check in with them. I know they're struggling. So if I didn't do if I didn't do that, I could be kind to someone and show someone that I care. So I just yeah, that's why it goes in that order as well. And yeah, they all sort of feed into each other. Okay. I definitely urge people to to look at their habits and and, and start there. Awesome. Okay, so thank you for your time today. Now, if someone wanted to, okay. if someone wanted to find out about you, I'll find you. Where would they find you? What would they put in? Um, I think the best. So I've got my own website, thewellnesshall.com. Cool. But I think to really get us to listen to more of what I have to say, it's definitely Instagram. So that, that my handle is the is the wellness hall. Cool. Um. I do a lot of IGTV. I make myself laugh on my Instagram stories. I'm sure you're aware of that. Yeah. Um, but it's all just um, just adding value to people's lives. Little helps, a little helpful tips and advice, and yeah, just really keeping it real and trying to bring some humour, especially now that we are in COVID. So yeah, check me out and send me a message. I like to hear from people. Awesome. Um, as well, we'll be putting uh, Rebecca's information in the show notes and I'll also be putting her step one, step two and step three into finding the new normal through ki- kindness. Um, that'll be all in the show notes so you guys can check it out whenever you like. Um, but yeah, thanks for all your time. Uh, I hope all is well okay. in sunny Melbourne. I, I, yeah. I, apologies you are in lockdown, but but yeah, okay. thanks for your time today. It's been awesome. That's okay. I've just got one more thing to say. I just, um, in terms of getting in touch with me or if anything I've said has resonated and you wanted to have a more of a conversation with me, I am actually doing 30 minutes free discovery calls, waking up your well-being. So if anything does resonate, please do get in touch. They can send me an email, Rebecca at thewellnesshall.com or they can just um, send me a message on Instagram because... 
I think now's the time that everyone should be looking after or waking up their well-being and yeah, really just having a conversation with people. So always happy to connect. Awesome. Okay, thanks Rebecca. Okay. Have an awesome day everyone. Speak soon.